Thank you, brother. Appreciate that, no, man. All the blessings, man. And, 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 for, and for those who don't know, you, you know, your credits include Diddy, Mary J. Blige, um, Jennifer Lopez, Notorious B.I.G., Faith Evans, uh, Kanye West, Little Kim, Trey Songs, you know, your, your mother, Gospel Icon, you know, Vicky Winans, you know, and the list, the list goes on, okay? You mm. know, so if you don't know who Mario Winans is, you're going to learn a little bit about him tonight. <laughs> definitely, you know, definitely came. Just salute to you, man. Appreciate that. Salute to you, my brother. You know, before your days at Bad Boy, you know, you already had some success as a producer. Um, you know, I want to go back to the days, maybe Tim and Bob, right? I want to go back to Tim and Bob and Dallas Austin for a second. Yeah, um, that's where it all started. Walk me through that time for you. Oh, uh, man, you know, I left hometown. I left Detroit at 19, man. And, um, you know, it was Tim and Bob that introduced me to Dallas. And um, they came and picked me up. I was actually in Atlanta for a gospel conference, and they came and picked me up. I called them because I had known them from Detroit. And they took me to the studio. And I actually, I sang a record that I had did with my Uncle Carvin um, for Dallas. And so the initial deal was for, supposed to be for me as an artist. But I was like, man, I don't want to be no artist. I want to be a producer. So I signed to Dallas as a producer. So that's how that all started. You know what I'm saying? But big ups to Tim and Bob, man. Those those are my guys, man. Learned a lot from them guys. Salute. 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 Yeah. You know, people pay, paving the way for others. You know, that's what it's all right. about. And those are some guys that, you know, just in my few months of doing this, I've definitely seen have paved the way for a, 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 a lot of a lot of um a lot of great, you know, musicians. Yeah. And you know, um for sure. So definitely salute to them for grooming for helping groom, groom the king that we see today thank you um, you know can you recall the first time you met puff 
Yeah, man. The first time I met Pump, so what happens, and shout out to my man Kevin Wells, because I'm going to tell you something. I was in Atlanta, and this is after I had did the deal with Motown as an artist, and um, Andre had left, and so that album kind of just got lost in the sauce. Um, I was just in Atlanta sitting in this place that I was renting, and I was just trying to figure out what was going to be next for me. Like, I was like, okay, what am I going to do right now? Like, like I'm trying to, I got to find myself in this game. So I'm just watching TV and I see more money, more problems video. Come on. Then I see the Benjamins video. Come on. Then I see all these bad boy videos coming on. And I'm just like, yo, I had already been reading the albums and, and the album credits and seeing, you know, about the Hitman and everything like that. So I was just like, yo, I got to get with these guys. So when, and what ended up happening is I called my man, Kevin Wells. I was like, yo, I want to rock with Puff. I want to get with them, man. That's somewhere that I want to be. He called me back in 10 minutes, gave me a number to call. I called Puff. He gave me the rundown. I flew to New York. And it was over. That was it. It was over. It was over. Wow. Just, just Our first meeting was at, like, was at Mr. Child's, actually. The restaurant, famous restaurant up here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Can you yeah. recall? I know it's been so many records, but can you, can you recall maybe the first record you produced that bad boy or you presented it? Actually, the very first thing I worked on was a Jackson 5 remix. Um, it was an ABC remix that Puff was working on. And um, I don't even know if it ever came out, but me and Stevie was working on that. And then after that, he had an artist uh, named um, Little Jerome that he put me in the studio with. And then um, the first thing I think that I did that came out was... Um, on the which actually Jennifer Lopez the on the six albums the record called Feeling So Good that me Puff and Stevie did. Mm. You know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> you know um you know Bad Boy at the time um I think still to this day there's a team of producers. Mm -hmm. Everyone know that team as the right who was yeah. all a part? Who was all a part of that production team? I know it was you, Stevie J. And, and it was like twelve of us. It was me, Stevie, Chucky, D Dot, Chucky Thompson. Yeah, shout out to my brother Chucky. We actually working on something together right now. It was me, Stevie, Ron Lawrence, D Dot, Chucky, um, Nashim, Young Lord, uh, Prestige, Dent, um. Carlos Brody, um, Puff himself, obviously. Um, yeah, Hooker, man, it was, right? like, it was 12, was, it was 11. Wasn't Harv doing some stuff as well, Hooker, right? Was he part of that, though? No, Harv, Harv was, the, was the vice president of, of the label. But he right. definitely was, was, was giving his input, though, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. he got a great ear. But yeah, bro, it was a whole squad, man. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was one of the dopest squads that I've ever been a part of. You know what I mean? You know, what was the process, right? I remember seeing, right? I remember, like, going back and just seeing, like, you know, because I, I love Bad Boy. It's one of my favorite labels of all time. <laughs> I, I listen to all the artists. I got great relationships with Faith, great relationships with Pam, great relationships with Carl Thomas. Like, I worked with a lot of them one-on-one. -on -one. And I know that, you know, it, it was a lot of hits coming out at one time. Right? Mm -hmm. Albums back to back and back to back. What yes. was the process in the studio with so many artists on one roster and everyone was on fire? What was that process like? Everyone in the studio working on a project at the same time. 
Oh man, it was just, you know, every day we got in the lab and went in the studio and we just was creating all day, every day. So the artists would just come through and go from room to room picking what they liked. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was it was just like a factory, bro. You know, it was like an assembly line factory. It was like a factory. So I'll be over here, Mace would come over here, cut his, cut his verse over here and then run over there and cut another verse over there. Just yes, yeah, from room like to that. room. They'll come in here, something they like. They say, I want that. Finish it up, give it to them, put it on the CD form. Boom, they go write it, go in the room, cut it. And it was just like on and on and on and on. Clockwork. Like, yeah, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. So, so it was really team no sleep for you guys at that time. Oh, absolutely. Sleep? What was that? It was no such thing. <laughs> wasn't no such thing. And don't get caught sleeping because we're going we're gonna to definitely throw some water or some non-dairy creamer on your forehead. Mm. <laughs> One of the oldest yeah, tricks bro. in the book. Catch him, yeah. catch him slipping. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Good times, man. Was there ever any competition, though, since, you know, with so many great producers and so many, you know, was there ever any competition between you guys? Um, it was all, all, you know, friendly competition because we was a family, you know what I'm saying? So it was always most, more like, more so like it was us against everybody, everybody else. Whoever, you know what I'm Bad saying? Whoever, no matter what we heard on the radio, we was trying to throw off something even more stronger. You know what I'm saying? We go to the club and hear somebody drop something, we come right back to the studio and, and cook up a whole bunch of new records. You know what I'm saying? So it was always camaraderie, but like friendly competition. But we mostly stuck together to make sure everybody shined together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, on, on your come up, right? Mm-hmm. Who was who was, who was some of the producers you looked up to when you come up? Oh man, as a kid, man, Quincy Jones, Teddy Riley, David Foster. You know what I'm saying? Those were like three of the main guys that I really, really looked up to, man, um, as a kid. And then different. You know? Wait, wait. Great names that you mentioned, by the way. Can't, yeah. can't bypass that. Um, yes, and, and, um, everyone, if you have any questions, Mario or uh, Juanis, you can put them in, the, in the, put them in the, put them in the question box. Just put some there, and we'll try to get to a few at the end. All right, don't place them on the uh, on the feed because then we'll miss it. Um, you know, you were working with Bad Boy, but you were still working with other artists as well. Yeah. How did how did you decide? Right, even even at the label, how did you decide who gets what? Right, like who to present a record to first? Um, well, for the most part, all of the records was going, was staying in house, you know, for the roster that we had of like 15 artists. So I really didn't have to go far. Um, but you know, if there was something, you know, if we got calls to do records for other people, you know, and they cut that check, you know, we definitely tailor made some stuff for some other people. But we was getting so many different calls that you know we we already had stuff pretty much ready for who, whoever, but there were some times that we had specific records that we were like, you know what, let's get this to this person and get this to this person, um, you know, because we still put our, as much as our influence of the Bad Boy sound into that record, so we can pretty much have a, a, a dope impact on whatever album we jumped on. Mm-hmm. Even like Tamiya's and yeah. different things like that. Yeah. And, and being you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy who reads credits. Mm-hmm. If I'm like going and I'm listening to an album, I read credits. Damn, Sean Puffer Combs, Mario Yellow Man again. Like, you know, on some <laughs> records that I never even had, you know, in, in, an idea. And, you know, you, you discover your credits um, is good, 
but on the internet, they need to update some of that. Because yeah, man. <laughs> it's, you know, my, it's missing listen, a lot of. It's missing a yeah, lot my of. Wikipedia is crazy fragmented right now, but we, my, I got a team that's in the process of fixing all of that stuff. Cause you know, man, I was so busy just working, man. Cause I'm, I'm more about being effective than I am being famous. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, it brought fame, but I was just more focused on being effective. You understand what I'm saying? That's why you didn't see me in front of the camera for a long time. And that song, I Don't Want to Know, just kind of pushed me to the forefront. But other than that, I was like, man, let me just stay effective and keep everybody winning. Y'all go perform the records. I'll keep giving you the records. And that's just what my, my motto is, man. Be effective, man. You know, if, if it brings some light, Cool, but long as you're effective, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right, right, you know? makes sense. Makes sense, you know. And and, and but you know, in, in 2017, right? Um, I worked on a lot of the dates on the Bad Boy Millennium tour. Okay. That tour was, you know, one of the greatest tours of the past 20 years. We're just gonna put it at that, right? Um, you know, how was it like hitting the road? You know, with the old camp. And seeing, you know, um, the crowd's reaction because there was a lot of different the crowd's reaction to all of those records that a lot of them you were behind. You know, how how, how was it? How was it like just you know seeing that twenty thirty years later after some of these records were were done with just to see that that people you know young and old knew those records. You know those well, songs. Well, man, it was great. It was great, man, because you know, and I didn't get a chance to do the whole tour because. I had just committed to um, scoring this film. But um, the dates that I were able to make, it just felt good. And it further proved the point that I, that I always try to tell even young producers today, you know, produce music for the world. Don't produce for your friends. Don't even produce it for the labels. Yeah, you want the label to be happy, but just keep the bigger picture in mind. So with that being said, to hear these songs still playing after 10 to 20 years, it's just great to be able to be a part of something that has longevity, you understand what I'm saying? Because when you're truly effective in music, it's gonna have some longevity to it. You understand what I'm saying? So if that's anything that I can teach and then I tell and share with these young producers that I groom and foster, man, is, is you know, produce for, for longevity. You know, it's cool to be hot and popping for, you know, six months, a year, or two years, but you wanna be able to have a record that continues to have impact on people um, for almost the course of their lives. You understand what I'm saying? So it really made me feel great to see the effect and impact that these records that we were able to do and blessed to do had on people, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Man, it was a, it was a, just, if you missed it, then you missed it. You know, I'm just gonna, <laughs> we're gonna move on, move along. If you missed it, you missed one of the greatest tours, one of the greatest performances ever. Um, you know, so many hits after hits, you know, Big, big, Notorious B.I.G. Um, just got inducted, of course, into the Yeah, Hall man, that was big. Hall of big Fame. night. Um, you know, did you ever get did did you ever get the chance to interact with with with, with Big prior to his passing? Man, to be honest with you, I um, I signed and came directly after his passing, so all of my interaction with him was just on his records. You know, and um, I always wish that I had that time and chance, but, you know, there were so many stories and so many um, things that were shared with me. Like, I felt like I was there. You understand what I'm saying? And then I was so deeply involved with the legacy that, um, you know, I felt the oh, same connection. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Wets and yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. and, the, and the 
different records that, you yeah. know. And, and, and that was the thing, too, you know. Um, I, I, I studied Bad Boy, right? So, but, you know, prior to this conversation, I'm like, we'll do a little, you know, a, a little refresh. And I'm like, I don't think, you know, the time that you came on, I don't think, you know, I, 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 had, a, I had a feeling that it was, like, slightly after the passing that. Yeah. Was the time that you came around, because I remember the peaches and cream and you yeah. behind that. And so, yeah. um, definitely, you know, definitely, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm happy to see that, that, uh, that he got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, let's talk about your debut album, Story of My Heart, right? Which I feel like it didn't get its just due at the time. What do you remember most about that time of putting that album together? Man, it was like the start of my career. Um, and it was just something new and different for me. And um, that album for me was... was it was really, it was really close to my heart because those records all really meant something to me, and um, this is before, you know, obviously it's before I got the Bad Boy and and things like that. But it just, it just meant something to me because those that out that body of work was just something that really, really truly came from my heart, man. And you can really tell when you're listening to the album, um, you know what I'm saying. But um, that record really meant a lot to me, man. You know what I'm saying, and it still does to this day. You know, I'm actually planning on um getting a hold to that album and remastering it and putting a couple new songs on there and throwing that out too. There we go. There we go. Yeah. I, 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 um, I love it. Yeah, I love that album. You know, um, and you know, um, your follow up, right? Mm -hmm. Follow up album um, on Bad Boy, um, Hurt No More. You know, definitely, you know, took things to another level on the artistry. You know, yeah. um, you know, kind of just reintroduce people who, who didn't know who Mario Wines was on, on, on the singer side, you know. Yeah. Um, the vocals, vocal range. Um, you know, I want to get into I Don't Want to Know. Right? Okay. How, did that record, how did that record come about for you? Man, let me tell you some interesting story. So every now and then I would take a break from um, our studio, um, which is called Daddy's House, and I would take my equipment and go to like a smaller spot that nobody really knew about. And I would just take some time for myself to just get a different vibe and, and, and um, just to kind of break away from the scene per se. And um, that song actually came during that weekend of, of a time that I went to a different studio. I just left the scene, left the crowd and I was just kind of in the studio working by myself with, with, with my engineer at the time and one of my writers named Michael Jones. Shout out to Michael Jones. Um, we call him Lowdown. But um, yeah, man, and, and I had already had the, the, the um, in your sample because I honestly, before I even came to New York, I had sampled uh, the in your record Bodacia from this, out, from this movie I was watching called Sleepwalkers. So I heard it at the end. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to do this. But the Fuji's beat me, the Fuji's beat me to it. Um, but I ended up doing it again because they rapped on it and sang on it. But I was like, you know what? I got to do something on this record. So I cooked it up and um, just went in the booth, man, and sang my heart out, bro. That's how that song happened, man. You know, anybody who knows me, right, and, and mm. watching this right now knows that I used to sing that song, my brother, <laughs> every talent show. Anything, listen, I used to sing the hell out of that song. <laughs> I thought I was Mario Wines. Okay, I was ready to shave my head. 
Miss, I was I was young. I was ready to shave my I was ready to get the baldy just for the part. And I tell you <laughs> that that was my record. Anybody I'm telling you, anybody that's watching knows like, you know, when I posted this that hey, I'm gonna be talking to marijuana, people were like, yo, bro, I know that's like a full circle thing because I used to sing the hell of that song, man. I'm sure, man, it was one of my and I, I didn't know what I was, you know. I didn't, I didn't go through any of that kind of um any of that stuff at the time, but you know, I <laughs> The, the, the song was just so captivating to me. I was like, I want to go through this so I can feel hey, it. Hey, yo, feel this the, why, why, why don't you sing the hook right quick? Don't do Somebody that. Somebody said they saw you. The person you were kissing was me. Okay. And I will never ask you. My ass. Shut up. I'm drinking. Come on now. I just kept it to myself. I don't want to know. Yeah, there you go. If you're playing me, keep it on the low. There you go. Now you got to go jump in my with that with your clothes on. Because <laughs> my heart can't take it anymore. Uh, yeah, bro. Listen, my, my, my boy Buggy, uh, underscore 75, know that. I used to just really, really go hard with that. Like, like that was, but anyways. <laughs> he used to be in detention singing it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, man. So you know, you know, you were, you were most men in R and B. You know, at that time, I, I won that. See, I was winning talent shows and everything. Don't, don't get it, don't get it messed up, people. Okay, that's right. I'm through ballet right now, the vocals are a little, eh. but I'm being real. Nah, you sound um, good, man. Most men in R and B right at that time wasn't that vulnerable. Yeah, you know, on the records. Um, you know, and, and we didn't keep it that real. Just you know, in general. Oh shit, nobody's gonna. Was you was you ever on the fence um, about putting that music out that you did? Nah, man, because guess what, man? I was always about the feeling, man. You know what I'm saying? I was always about speaking what I felt, singing from the heart, you know, being, allowing myself to be vulnerable, allowing myself to be emotional because guess what? You know, it's relatable, man. And, and if it feels good, it's nothing wrong with doing it. I don't put too much restrictions on myself when it comes to being a creator, you know what I'm saying? And, and I just create what I feel. So, nah, I didn't have no stipulations. I was like, man, let this fly. You know what let I mean? Let this fly. Yeah. Let guess it. what? what, what, what They're they not going <laughs> to play around their homeboys, right? Uh -huh. They're not going to play around your homies. When you get in the car, you by yourself, and you're driving down the street, and the rain is hitting the window, you're going to press play on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, there's yeah. time and place for everything. But, you know, you know, like I was talking to Donnell Jones a few weeks ago, and I, you know, that's my guy. About, we was talking about, you know, um, songs like "Where I Want to Be" and different things like that. Love that record. You know, and 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 and, 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 and these were records. You, you're in that lane, you know, in in that category as well, putting out those records that the fellas could really ride to and relate to at the same time. You yeah, know what I mean, so yeah, you know, yeah. Um, you know, I want to talk about I Need a Girl, um, right. part one and two. Um, how did those classes come about? Man, so I was, it came from a conversation with Puff. We had did an album, um, and um, he had called me and was like, look, bro, I need some hits. I mean, the album came out, and, you know, um, I don't think it was, it was moving as fast as we had wanted to be moving. And so he called me and was like, listen, man, I got to get a hit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a keyboard fanatic. 
Um, so I already had, I ordered like 17 keyboards from this rental place we rent from. Keyboards all the way from the 50s till now, just to try some different Sonics and stuff like that. And um, the very first record that I created was I Need a Girl Part 1, right? And then I did four more. Um, I mean, I did three more. And then the fifth one I created was I Need a Girl Part 2. And um, so originally it was just going to be Part 1 was going to come out. So he took that one, called Usher, Usher came to the studio. And so I said, so, yo, you ain't, you ain't using none of these other ones. He's like, nah, I'm going to go with this one. I'm like, all right, cool. So I took Part 2. And was on the other side of the studio at the same the same exact time doing a song that was gonna go on my album called Pretty Woman. Right? <laughs> it's a second verse to it and everything, right? So the next morning, I mean that night, ushering them, everybody came on that side. I was like, man, this is crazy. This pretty woman record is crazy. So Puff called me the next morning and said, Man, we got a problem, man. He was like, Yo, everybody was going crazy over that song almost more than the first one. I said, Look, bro. Put both of them out. I said, but here's the deal. You got to keep me on the second one. And that's how that happened. And that's how it happened. That's how you, in the video with the bike, going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and you notice I was the only one on the bike because I don't know how to ride on the motorcycle. I want to take no chances. I was taking no chances. <laughs> yeah, my skin off good. my elbows, bro. <laughs> he was like, I'm good. Man, maybe we could have got Wilkins Pop. Uh, Wilkins Cop from Pop. Huh? <laughs> maybe we could have got Wilkins Cop. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't taking no chance, bro. That's why I wasn't on one of the motorcycles. They was like, it's a motorcycle scene. And I was like, catch me after that one, Jack. <laughs> that, that was the perfect, it was the perfect collaboration with, with, with the perfect group of people, man. I, yeah. You know, I wish that an album would have followed after that or something, because that was just the perfect collaboration. I would love to see more come out of, you know, everyone that was a part of it. It's a lot of fun, too, man. You know how much strength it took us not to not to drop that second one we had the second one the second one was done at the same exact time so we was just like biting our fingernails like man we can't wait to drop this second one because we already had it done you know what i'm saying so it was just the perfect one two punch you know what i mean and it and it worked it played out it played out very well yeah it worked um, you know speaking of that's a classic and speaking of classics i want to um I want to run through some records, right? All right. Classics, and you just tell me what comes to mind. Okay. Um, giving us a little insight. That's cool? Yeah. All right. Last night, Diddy and Keisha. What comes to mind with, 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 with y'all putting that record together? Man, you know, that record, bro, it was just like something that I was feeling, something that I wanted to be different because one thing, that I always wanted to do, and I still focus on doing is setting trends. You know, we live in an age and time now where everybody is, everything is about following trends and following this and following people, which I don't know. But when it comes to my music, I always focus on setting the trend. So I was never afraid to do something different because as long as it felt a certain way to me, that's what I, that's what I rode with. So as different as that song was, man, you know, which was created in, in, in Pup's crib in Miami, actually. Um, it had a feeling to it that I just knew people would be able to relate to, bro. And so that record was just very innovative, very something something very different than the norm of what we was doing. So I was always trying to push push the bar, and um, you know, and and it, and it worked out. Did 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 you sample Prince on that? 
No. And you want to know a funny story? His company came for us for that. So I had to send them the files, and they hit us back like, yo, man, you really didn't do that. And they was like, man, great job. I was like, look, man, you know, I just noticed, I just, I'm a, like, I'm an equipment fanatic. So I know the sounds that Prince used, you know what I'm saying? So I just got the same drum machine, the same sounds, and because I collect sounds too, and then um, that's what that was. But no, nah, we didn't sample Prince. Can't be friends, Trey Songs. <laughs> man, that's a long, it's a real good story for that one. So take this out. When I first, first of all, how I found the sample from this guy named Ryuichi Yakamoto is a phenomenal jazz pianist, right? And so I was, every now and then I would have my drum machine on the side of my bed and I would just sample all day and all night, right? And so I was watching this movie Babel with Brad Pitt and I fell asleep on it. And so the menu of the movie was playing and then I heard the sounds and then I downloaded what you call the original picture movie score and that's the mu the music that's within the movie right so i downloaded that and then i found this found that sampled it right so i went to the studio maybe a month later or so and cooked up the beat boom sent the beat to puff but while i sent, after i sent the beat to puff my man michael jones was in the other side writing through the record right so boom Puff called me and was like, yo, I'm going to take one for the team. I was going to keep this, but I called Drake to the house to write this for me. And Drake just asked me, could he have the record? Right? And I'm like, absolutely give it to him. You kidding me? It's Drake. Give it to him. Right? So, boom. And then at the time, I had sent it to another artist, and that artist wanted it. And so, it was just kind of up in limbo. So, we were trying to figure out where we was going to go with it, and then it ended up, neither one of them took it, right? Because I don't know if Puff was going to use it. It's decided to keep it for itself. So, ended up, Drake didn't take it, Puff didn't take it, and it was just there. This is just the track. So, once Lowe finished writing the song, I sent it to Big John Platt, who was the chairman and CEO of Sony ATV, what, 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 what was then EMI. He sent it to Craig Kelman for Trey, and that's how that song happened. Wow. It went from Puff to Drake to, to Trey. That's crazy. Yep. And that's three musical geniuses, you know, I want to Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's like sometimes, man, you know, songs just, they got a way of finding the right home. Um, I mean, there ain't no telling what Drake would have did to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know he would have killed that record and made it super, super dope. But I'm just glad. I mean, that was like one of the most successful records that I've done. We spent 16 weeks at number one. And 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 it's, it's one of it's one of his uh, most successful records. I remember that yeah. that record, you know, that song taking him his career too. Just another yeah. modulin, um for sure, man. You know, um, what's, what's the next one? Love at first sight. I want to do that one. Mary, Mary, Mary and Method. How did that record come about? Man, you know, when Puff and Mary reconnected to work on that album, man, um. I was just working on some tracks. I had sampled um, Hot Sex on the Platter from Tribe. Shout out to Tribe. And and Puff was like, yo, let's use that for Mary. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So we added some music to it. Um, because that's one thing we, we call hip-hop soul. When you can take a sample, put some drums to it, um, and then add music on top of it. You understand what I'm saying? Just to bring out the melody or add even add melody to the actual record. 
So we did that, and um, uh, the writing team wrote it. Kid named McKelly, uh, Jack Knight. Shout out to Jack Knight and Low also. And then um, and then that was that. And then they finished it. And then I went on. I think I was on. I was in Florida working, and I couldn't get back to put the final overdubs on it. So Stevie J came and actually did that intro and added some other stuff to the record too. So shout out to my brother Stevie J. Master, master, yeah. master. Like, I remember that was like the um, kind of like the reintroduction to Mary a little bit. And I remember this to Hun Method, and I remember the video, you know, the, the beat knocks. Like, I played it earlier, and I didn't want to <laughs> skip it because the beat knocks. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? So that was just the. Uh, uh, uh. All right. We're going to skip through it. Um, I love you, Faith Evans. Well, man, let me tell you. That record was produced by. Buck Wild. And what happened was I got called to finish the record and just add some sprinkles and some final touches to the record. So shout out to Buck Wild. But that record originally was done by him. You know what I'm saying? I just touched it and finished it up. Because you had you had your you had your hands in a lot of work. Yeah. And whether you produced or you wrote it, you played a lot of instruments as well. So you would come in, maybe sometimes do drums yeah. and different things like that, and, and, and on the composing side, man. But you had a hand in the record, so definitely. Um, let's see, one more, one more. Mr. Cool, to me and yourself, one of my favorites. Oh, man, one of my favorite records, bro. So I had a great relationship. I've known, I had known Tamia since, like, for years. I was on her first album, and um, so she signed to Sylvia Rome. Great friend of mine, shout out to Sylvia Rome. And um Sylvia called me to work on that album. And um I was just in the studio vibing and, and we did the record and it just felt good for it to be a male verse on the record. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because the record's called Mr. Cool. And so I was like, yo, I'll jump on this joint. And then um that's how that happened, man. But that's one of my favorite records though. Yeah, Mr. Cool. Definitely. Shout out to Tamia too. Definitely, definitely. You did a lot of work with Tamiya. Yeah. Um, definitely shout out to Tamiya as well. Um, you know, the, the our chemistry is, is like the perfect duo, too. You know, certain Thank chemistry you. is like the perfect duo. It's like when you think about, like I spoke to Avon, like Avon and Kiki. It's just certain yeah. chemistries when you come together on the record. It's, yeah. You know, like Mary and Method. It's, it's a certain, you got, you got a few of those um, in, in, in the era that you come, that you come in that, Perfect duo, and y'all definitely one of them. So, Thank definitely you. want to see something come come soon. I'm putting it out there, putting it out there in the air. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it, man. You know, how do you approach making music right in current day 2020? Um, you know, it's totally different from the 90s. Well, to me, man, I still approach it from um, how, how, how does it feel standpoint, you know. I mean, um, of course, you want to make sure you're, son you're sonically, um, you know, at least within reach of what's going on today, but not, you don't focus on being so sonically within reach that you move the feeling of the record. Um, and then also, you know, I focus on creative, I mean, um, longevity as well, too, man. So it's all about a feeling to me, man. All my music is all about a feeling. It could sound sonically amazing, but if it don't have a feeling, I'm not really gonna 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 push it like that. You know, because it's the feeling like I, I like to give people experiences. Um and I like to make people feel the way they've never felt before and I like it to stick to them. 
I like my music to stick to people, to grab on to people, and so they can have something um, from me that they can carry with them for the rest of their life. What will fans, speaking of your music, what will fans get another Mario Wines album? Ask, say that one more time. When will fans get another album? Oh, soon, man, soon. I'm working on, I'm working on an album now, actually, but this album's going to be more producer-oriented um, um, that I'm doing. I don't want to give out too much information because there's some great ideas that I have. Um, but I'm work, definitely working on the album. It's going to be, be some iconic figures on the album. I'm singing a few songs on the album. Um, and I have some new artists that I'm placing on the album. Um, I got a young kid from Jersey City named MVP that I just signed. Um, a dope squad of producers and writers. Um, shout out to Quan, Larry, Rose, and Bay. And then also some artists out of Miami um, on a label called Golden City. Um, Jed and Brent Love and shout out to Sambo. So we got a dope squad, man. I'm just really grooming these kids to to really be the next masters at it, man. And um, that's what I've really been doing a lot outside of scoring films and things like that. And um, joining forces with this company called Wave that I want to get into before we jump off. Um, so something coming very, very, very soon, man. You know, like whenever I'm, I'm, I'm interested and I want to see New artists, mm -hmm. one of the you one of the people who pays to go to. You Thank know what I mean? Because you always sharing sharing different artists, and I know, so, uh, especially during the pandemic, a lot of um. A lot of artists oh, let me let me tell, not to oh, interrupt. Let me tell you another artist right now that's blazing, 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 blazing New York City, and you can see on my page it's Bad Luck. Have you heard that record, um, Etherway? Check it out. He blazing from New York City, from the Bronx. This kid is nice. too, so. Yeah, kid is super, super nice. And that's something that I'm very, very excited about. So we got a lot of stuff coming with him, too. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm always checking out your page and seeing the artists and everything that you post. And I'm like, is he working with him? What's going on? So that's definitely, I'm definitely going to, uh, you said his name is Bad Luck? No, Bad Luck. B-A-G-L-U-C-K. Yeah, check that out. The song is Ether Way. I'm getting older, so my memory is getting a little. No, nah, it's all good. So I'm gonna put it right here. I'm gonna put it right here. You're gonna love that. You're gonna love that. Cool, cool, cool. Um, you know, with some of the work you've been up to outside of that, um, on the production side, I've seen you were you collaborated with the weekend. Yeah. Um, on the after hours album. How did that situation come about? I mean, because I've been friends with Sal, um, his his manager. Shout out um, Sal, man. Years. Yeah, I did some stuff with Belly back in 2007. We had a successful record in Canada. And so we just kept that relationship intact. And um, Sal called me, and they wanted to do some different things. And so I went in the studio, and they had this um, this amazing record um, already. And I just added my touches and added my feeling to it. And then um, that's how the After Hours record came out. And that was like a an honor because, you know, Weekend is one of my favorite artists, man. And um, so I was honored to definitely be involved with that project, man. But that's how that happened. It was quick, fast, and and look, he had one of the biggest albums of this year. Love that album. Love that Thank album. You. It was great to see you on there. Amazing production. Thank you, brother. Definitely, man. Salute King. Um, you know, coming from um, a musically uh, family, I would say, um, where most, you know, most of your family are, are, are leaning towards the gospel. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you work in, in that genre, too. Um, was you ever hesitant about, you know, about um, how your family would make feel um, on the music that you did, that you, on the music that you produced? Um, 
I wasn't hesitant. I mean, I definitely thought about it a lot, you know, and, um, you know, it, 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 it concerned me, but I just knew that there was a, a, a purpose, a greater purpose calling for me. And um, so I had to follow that purpose. You know, it didn't change you know, my beliefs, who I was as a person, you know, what I stood for. Um, but I was able to touch millions of people's lives that I don't think I would have been able to touch just standing in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it worked out for the better because guess what? After after a while, my Aunt Cece came down to my studio when I had a studio in St. Petersburg, Florida, and we did pray, and we won a Grammy for it. So it, all, it worked out for everybody. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Um, you know, what's some advice you can give to um, aspiring producers? I, I, I want to I I specify producers because I, I, you know, I have a lot of folks that come on here, and we always, um, you know, talking about artists and, and, and producers are artists as well too but just yeah. as in on the producer side because i know it's a lot that you guys put in and sometimes you don't get the the full you know the uh fruits you know of, of the labor so yeah and it's cool you know to be honest with you man i always thought about it like this man this very house that i'm sitting in the most important thing that's holding this house up is the pillars and, this, and the beams that you can't even see but without them this house won't stand so I had learned to just be comfortable in my position um, and just be effective. So if anything I can share with these young producers is, man, you know, really focus on your craft. Take time to study different genres of music. Take time to collect sounds, sample sounds, understand what it is, and understand that you have a purpose. If you have a platform that you can be creative and you have the masses that's going to be affected by it, you have to be very mindful of being prepared as much as possible. And, um, you know, just don't get, don't get too caught up in the limelight and um, just stay focused on longevity and being effective, man. And, um, you know, being responsible and accountable for the gift that you have. There we go. Yeah. Very well said. So, you know, take notes. People. <laughs> um, above it, do you have time for a Q and A? And I think you're going to do this or that, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so my co-host, uh, Trace, is going to do a quick game with you, this or that, um, pretty much what you prefer, right? Um, so, you know, she, she'll get into that. Maybe the ladies may have a few questions uh, for you and do a quick Q&A, all right? All right. All right, so I'm going to step to the side for a second. All right. Wallace is on the check-in. Shout out to everybody on the check-in, y'all. Mm -hmm. uh, we lost him, but mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he'll be right back. Let's see. Let's see. We do have a request. All right, that's him right there. He's coming right back in. Shout out to the Catch a Vibe. Uh, catch a Vibe. Uh, there shirts we go. That we got. You know what I mean? Catch a Vibe, Catch a Vibe. The shirts and the hoodies is available now. You can hit me in the DMs for that, or you can go to OneWayENT.net, huh? Okay. Um, 
uh, is connecting. So let's let Mario Wanis is back in, y'all. See you popping up. Let's see. Okay, so we. I see him on my. I see him on my phone, but I don't see him up here. Let's see. So I'm looking like a dumbass. I guess. Stop. I I think he's gonna. Let's see. It went out. Was y'all able to see Mario Wanis? Put it in the comments. This is live, y'all. We don't ever have a chance to uh to uh cut and do over again. All right, so bear with us. Let's try to get him back in here. Brittany, don't you be laughing, girl. She laughing at what I said. Me too. We're doing great. We're doing great. Let's see. Connecting, connecting, connecting. I don't know if y'all can see me, but yours is just, it's like going in a circle. I don't see you. All right. So he's back on my... I can see him on my, like, if I'm looking at my phone. It's just not here. So that's fine. Okay. If you can hear me, you want to try sending me the, the request? What you mean? I'm a, can y'all hear me? I'm going to go off and then just go on your live and you send so me the request. I hope you can hear me. Oh, I'm circling. Can y'all see Mario Wallace on? We can't hear him though, right? Can we hear him? Let's try that. I know Instagram be getting real shaky. Okay. He said, we're going to send him a request. See, we can hear him here. We can hear him here. Okay. All right. So let's try it again. Instagram be hating sometimes, all right? Let's see. He just left. All right, we know, we know. Let me try it again. Let me try it again. There we go. Shout out to everybody in the building. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to um, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you still got the circle. Let's Come see. on, IG. What's going on? This happened to my boy not too long ago. I, think it happened to I don't know why it's not connecting. So what? he's back on my screen. He's back on, on your screen? Phone. All right. So just talk out loud. To me? Yo, yo, yo. Okay. This is awkward. <laughs> Okay, y'all can hear me? But I got a, a black circle screen above and I can't see or hear them. I can't see or hear them. I don't know what's going on. It's just connecting here. We can't hear them. Everyone can hear. They say he's unable to join. Hold on. Close. All right. Sorry. I got this. Let me see. There we go. Wow. Powers to be, right? This this is the first time ever in history that has ever happened, okay? Because it's a it's a it's a great interview. <laughs> That's all it is. You know, whenever you're doing something great, whatever the conversation's too good, yeah, get too spicy. They want to Instagram, want to interact. Can't be stopped. <laughs> all right, how you doing?
I'm great, thank you. All right, so this game is called This or That, and you have to choose one or the other. Iced tea or lemonade? Lemonade. Easy. Okay. Mac and cheese or collard greens? Collard greens. Okay. Listen, but the collard greens can't touch the mac and cheese, though. No, everything got to touch. My collard greens juice touch my mac and cheese or my cornbread, I'm disappointed. No, you gotta. You almost gotta crumble the cornbread and the collard greens if you're doing it by themselves, with a little vinegar. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> you know. I like my food to touch because it's all going one place anyway. Yeah. It's the fla- It's the flavors. It's like them three. Yeah. Yams, mac, and greens flavor all together. All together. Yes. When it comes together. It's like a whole nother thing. Yes. Just don't put it in a pot. Nothing like. That. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, Chris Brown or Usher? What kind of question is that? You gotta answer it. (laughs) (laughs) You you decide to play the game. (laughs) You could have opted out. Well, you had a chance. I'm opting out of that question. I love them both. You can't. Like, nah. There's no answer to that question. Huh? There's no answer to that question. I love them both. Okay. So it. Teddy or Luther? Teddy Pendergrass or Luther Vandross? We already gave you one Hail Mary, bro. Huh? We already gave you one Hail Mary. <laughs> I gotta, I, I'm gotta. i going to go with Teddy P. Okay. Nate, Nathan Agent said Usher. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Prince or Michael? Come on, y'all. Like, for real? <laughs> you got to pick one. I got to pick one. And it's no disrespect to the other. One, one. No, I didn't know. I mean, but man. You can um, throw in the towel. You can throw in the towel. No, no. Take it <laughs> you, know what? you know what? I love them both equally, right? But I'm going to go with Michael Jackson because guess what? We share the same birthday. Okay. got to go with Mike. So yeah, you're my a birthday Virgo. August 29th. Yeah, I'm a Virgo. Mm-hmm. To the bone. Okay, yeah. Virgo. Yeah. Um, so NYC or L.A.? It's New, York. Really, New York. No, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have even hesitated on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I like to think about my answers. No, New York. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Um, what's your favorite studio you worked in? Daddy's house, bad boy. Okay, <laughs> that was a given. That was, that was a given. Classic stand. And who's your favorite female singer of all time? Of all time? Yes. Give me one for. Back in the day and now. Okay. Aretha Franklin. Okay. And then now, my favorite singer of all time? Same Beyonce. Um, man. Beyonce. Can I have two? She one of them. Okay. <laughs> you can have two. Okay, Beyonce and Brandy. Okay, Ooh. yes, yes, okay. Yeah. Good, I like those answers. And you've worked with Brandy on a lot of music as well, right? Yeah, I worked with both of them. I did Summertime on Beyonce. You did? Oh, that's my favorite yeah. song. Yeah. I told you that. You did? I, I did. Probably me, me and my brother Stevie J, yeah. That's my favorite song. I love that song. I didn't get a chance to play that. Out of all the guys, little brother. That's my song. All yeah. right, thank you for playing the game.
Oh, oh thank God it's over, man. Come on, I'm <laughs> sweating over here. Listen, it was about to get worse. It was like, nah, uh-uh. <laughs> let's do Y'all should have been asking me questions like Popeyes or KFC. <laughs> oh, Popeyes, Popeyes. Oh, which one though? Which one? Popeyes. Okay. Popeyes all day, <laughs> definitely. Popeyes all day. Definitely. All right, let's see. I also had another question. What producer would you like to work with that you haven't yet? Um, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley. Teddy, he, he talking to you. We yeah. need that one. You know, we've been trying to work it out for a long time, man, because um, he was such a great influence on my, my life and career. <laughs> my brother Jefferson KFC. I see you, Jeff. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we just haven't had the chance to to make it happen yet, you know. But we will one day. Okay, so I don't know if there's any other questions. If you have questions? This is the time. Send them in in the box, real quick. Yuri, baby, forever, forever. Grill says I'm a big fan. Um. Someone's saying Popeyes. We we all love Popeyes. <laughs> That's my sister. You gotta have the hot sauce in the bag. <laughs> Yo, while we waiting on the question, let me let me tell y'all something that I want y'all to put y'all up on something. It's a, it's a a platform that I'm rocking with called the Wave, W E I V. It's view spelled backwards. And what this platform is is it it gives us creators a a chance and opportunity to own our business via a channel. Um, to where we can create content for everybody to subscribe and to see exclusive content because um, we put a lot of content out there. Sometimes we're not able to monetize to it and uh, from it. And um, so The Wave, W-E-I-V, yes, I'm on it. You can subscribe to my channel. I got exclusive footage on there. I'm releasing, I'm putting out unreleased music through there, but you have to subscribe to see. And there's a whole plethora of celebrities on there that's... Um, that are wave makers is what we call them. It's a phenomenal okay. platform. So it's something that I want people to really, really go and enjoy. Cause you can see some exclusive stuff, hear some exclusive stuff and um, just ride the wave. All right, cool. Let's get into this question. Shout out to wave. We're going to check it out. Everybody make sure you check it out. All right. Yeah. When are you going to put on a drum clinic? <laughs> you know, what's funny. I'm, I'm, work, I'm working on something. For, for drummers out there because I, I started on the drums and um, I want to do something in that realm um, very big um, but for you know online so I'm just trying to figure out the best way to do it um, but to answer that question very soon I'm working on something okay okay I seen someone had asked a little earlier what's your favorite music equipment would that be the drums as well Man, all equipment itself. It could be it could be a tambourine, whatever it is, I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna play it. Tambourine. You know what I mean? <laughs> I used to play the drums. I used to play the bass and get out of here. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah, little me, five two. That's what's up. Would you like better? Drums or bass? Bass. I'm a bass person. Four or four or five string. I was four. I think I was four. Okay. Yeah, the, I, so, that was the, the second one from the biggest one. I don't know how to line. It was well, you got four, one. five, and six strings. Six strings, the bottom string on the six string bass is actually the first string on a regular guitar. Okay. Yeah, I think that, that was, but that's, I think that, that, that thing was is massive. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's what's up. Did you study yeah. some bass players out here? Hmm. Have you studied bass players or you just was playing? No, it was the high school marching band. I was a little nerd. Okay. No, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's what's up. All right. I think that sums it up for all the questions. Yo, this was fun, man. <laughs> Someone said, good way to keep the game going on me. <laughs> yeah, good way to catch me, right? That was fun. Thank you so much. Oh, man. All good. All good. Ride the wave, y'all, the wave. I'm telling you, that's the next big thing. Catch me on there. I'm, I'm putting out a lot of great stuff on there. You know what I'm saying? Before you get out of here, my brother, um, making a bet. Yes. I remember, I got to ask you that. Um, I remember um, there was a big announcement that making a band was, was coming back. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure it's probably due to COVID. It's probably been delayed at some, yeah, some, man. To some, to some, to some uh, point, of course. Um, what are you, you going to be a part of that process anyway? Yeah, I was a, I was a part of it, you know, um, um, and we were in the process of of the uh, auditions. So we were doing six, seven hundred people a day on auditions, and um, you know, due to COVID, it was just better and safer for everybody to kind of shut it down. But I'll definitely be a part of that um, the whole way, as soon as it gets cranked back up. But yeah, it's gonna be dope too. Definitely, definitely, man. Thank you, King, for joining. Come on, man, all good. And, I'm and, here. Uh, man. The, the wave official is here. You may see the waves in there. Yeah. Um, Joy Winans, is that a family member of yours? That's my wife. Shout out to Joy Winans in the building. The queen. Yeah. yeah. Joy Winans. Um, man, you know, I'm pretty sure uh, she sacrificed a lot as well with you know you being busy and. Man, let me tell you something, man. That that <laughs> right there to me is that's my Wonder Woman. Give it a love. Give it. A, give it. Give that's it. A, my give it a woman, right there, that's my Wonder Woman. That's my Wonder Woman, bro. Do that, man. Trust me, bro. Give it a still, you still see me going because God and my family, brother, is why I'm still here, man. That woman, ain't no woman like it, brother. Salute to you, King. Before yeah. you get out of here, can we see some of the plaques? Oh, sure. There's a lot of plaques behind yeah. you. Yeah, can we see, see some, some of them? them? Yeah, some of them. It's um like the Jennifer Lopez, 10 million over there. You got Rick Ross, Faith. You got the Godzilla uh, soundtrack. You got Mary, Puff. Let's see what we got over here. We got... The American Gangster Jay Z album, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, I've been very, very blessed. I got sixty-eight of these things, man. Wow. And that's yeah. the ones that you have in there. I know yeah. Nah, you know, I was sending them. I was sending them to my mom. You know what I'm saying? It's some, you know. Just you know, we don't spend too much time in the trophy room. We just want to stay focused. You know what I mean? And, and getting more of those things. Definitely that's right. You I, I want I want my youngest to get them now. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. that's that's what's important to me, man. I I did it, so I'm just want to pour out into these youngins, man, and, and really let them take this thing and get in this game and just guide them on the do's and don'ts and teach them from the things that I've done right and wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Right. Definitely, man. You're a legend in the game. Salute to you once again. Salute to you, my uh, brother. Definitely. Thank you for joining me, everyone. Make sure y'all follow Mario Wanis. Yes. I am Mario Wannis. Yeah. Check out all the new artists that he's, he's posting. Yes. I be zooming through it myself, and I see a lot of talent on your page. So y'all make sure y'all tune in um, to everything that he's doing. Um, you know, I, you know, we gonna talk because I have an artist that I'm working with as well. I'll have you, bro. Sorry, and she's a beast. I don't know she's I'll have So I definitely want to talk to you about her and see if we can get some things going. As we well. put it right in the system assembly line. Trust me, bro. We got there a whole go. thing going. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. If y'all missed any of the conversation with my boy Mario Wines, it will be available on Spotify. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. 
Yeah. Sure, man. Thank you, everyone. Shout out to everyone on the check-in. Anything you want to uh, say before you sign off? Y'all stay safe, man. Wear your mask. Be responsible and accountable. Think about others outside yourself when it comes time to not want to wear a mask. Just, um, you know, think about others, man. We're going to get through this together. We're going to make sure we put out some music to keep everybody's mind positive and happy and your heart's warm and your heart's pure and keep you dancing and laughing and smiling all the way till we get through this thing. Me and this together. And God bless. Stay, and stay productive, you know. Folks, stay, productive. stay productive. Yeah, stay productive. Now, this is the time to try to do something, you know, that you always wanted to do and you just didn't have the time for or maybe work different things maybe got in the way, so this is definitely the time to do it. Yeah, um, learn something new. Learn something new, man. Study. Even to my creatives, like, I tell people, the creatives all the time, I say, listen, man, um, you know, you can be, you can be creative without actually creating. You can feed your conscious and your subconscious on, on different genres of music and go study some artists and, and see who influenced them. And, and, you know, it's just a lot of things that you can do before you get to the studio. So when you get to the studio, you're already prepared. You know, definitely blessings to you, King. Once again, Bless man. Up, man. Bless thank you, too, you, you and your beautiful wife. Have a great night. Thank you, bro. I appreciate have a, that. Have a great Thanksgiving as well, King. Love to everybody, man. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Thank y'all definitely once again for tuning into the Flowway Show. If you missed any of the conversation, it will be on IGTV shortly. It also will be on Spotify, Apple Playlist um, shortly as well. Um, next week. Black Friday, next Friday, I have H-Town coming on the show. Um, yes, H-Town, R&B group H-Town will be here knocking the boots. We'll be on the show. Um, if I may have something soon, may have something for Tuesday. Um, crossing my fingers on it, on a special guest for Tuesday. But if not, I will definitely see you guys Friday at 8 p.m., all right? Um, if I don't speak to you, if I don't see you, me, if you don't tune in next week, um, have a, a safe, uh, safe and blessed Thanksgiving with your families. Um, you know, stay masked up, stay protected, be safe out here. Um, definitely shout to Belair, shout to Cameo, where you can connect with your favorite artists um, and get different drops and different things like that if you need from your favorite artists. Shout to YouthfulBeautySupply.com. You can go there for all your beauty and cosmetic needs, over 100 different of your favorite brands at affordable prices. And once again, shout to Belair. God bless everyone. Hope y'all get through the week. You have a great night, all right? Grab your merch. Grab your merch. Grab your merch. Grab your merch. The Catch the Vibe t-shirts. I was not expecting you to do that. Um, the Catch the Vibe uh, t-shirts and hoodies is available now. You can go at um, you can go to onewayent.net for those, all right? Onewayent.net for the hoodies and the t-shirts. You got red, blue, black, yellow. Um, yeah, orange. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. All right, y'all. Y'all be blessed. I'll see y'all soon.